Hi, and welcome back to Hope Restored Lessons from the Storms. We appreciate you tuning in on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. And we appreciate your listening, subscribing, and sharing with friends. If you have any questions or comments, any prayer requests, please, please feel free to write us at podcast at hoperestored.org. Today's podcast is titled, Their Neighbors. In May of 2013, a series of tornadoes ripped through Granbury, Texas. One of those tornadoes was rated as an EF4 and was at least a mile wide with winds of up to 200 miles an hour. In the morning, the reports came in of six dead and possibly over a hundred injured. Susan and I arrived a couple of days after the tornadoes. We found that the devastation was absolutely overwhelming. Within one neighborhood of 110 homes, a hundred were damaged, with 68 being unlivable. Of the 110 homes, 60 were Habitat for Humanity homes, low-income homes, of which 58 were damaged or completely destroyed. Well, we set to work right away, signing up work orders. Worked our way through the neighborhood and and started signing work orders, and they piled up quick. We started to work with teams on the following day. And other assessors would bring in a dozen new work orders a day, and team leads would bring in their completed work orders and two or three new ones every day. However, the team leads were scrambling to find work orders that the locals had not completed before they could arrive. The assessors were also finding an interesting problem. The normal process is to start at one end of the street and to work your way systematically through the neighborhood. Granbury presented a brand new experience. The assessors would arrive at a property, start to talk about the process, and and the homeowners would say, yes, yes, oh, that's so great, that's exactly what we need. However, in the very next breath, they would say, but we won't sign the work order until you go visit our neighbor, and we want to make sure that they're signed up first. In one neighborhood, almost all of the neighbors pointed at an elderly veteran, and they said, until he is done, we won't sign a work order. They all wanted to make sure that he was taken care of and at the top of our priority list. Well, as we worked, stories came in about the panic of shelter. Uh, Granburys of modest means and not many people had shelters. And we heard story after story of neighbors running from house to house and getting their neighbors to go to their home where they had a shelter and making sure everybody was covered. One of the stories was of a man who ran down the street, picked up an old woman from her house, and carried her back to a neighbor's shelter, and they got that door closed just as they could hear above them the houses being shredded. Every morning, the church parking lot would fill with neighbors from Granbury, faithfully coming out to help their neighbors, and locals from all the surrounding areas coming to help their neighbors. The initial estimation when we got there was that it would take between four and six weeks for us to clear this mess up. However, within just a week, the team leads were already starting to head to Moore, Oklahoma for the tornado that hit there. The people of Granbury had clearly demonstrated that they knew who their neighbors were. Some were next door. Some they had never met. Some were in different neighborhoods. Neighbors from miles away came to help. Neighbors crossed race, religious, political, and personal boundaries. As we read through Luke 10, 25-37, we see the parable of the Good Samaritan. We've all heard it dozens of times. The question was asked in verse 29, Who is my neighbor? And Jesus tells the parable and asks, Who do you think was your neighbor? In verse 36. 
And in verse 37, he gives the response, He who showed mercy on him. In the parable of the Good Samaritan, we find that he came from a different race, a different area, crossed race, religious, political, and personal boundaries, and invested heavily to help the neighbor that God had placed in his path. So as we close today, let's ask three questions. Who's the neighbor that God has placed in your path? How will you serve your neighbor? How will you deliberately think and intentionally act to compassionately cross the emotional boundaries of race, religion, politics, and personal issues? That's all we have for today, but thank you so much for tuning in. We hope a little bit of your hope has been restored. We hope you've been challenged. Please subscribe, if you haven't already, to us on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any prayer requests, please, please write us at podcast at hoperestored.org. Thanks again for listening. Blessings. And until next time, God bless.